Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, you guys. Appreciate you listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. Miss Shannon is in. And Brother Rob filling in for Don McLean. Uh, we got some music news to get to. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is... Is the beat. Do you remember, Miss Shannon, how uh, Shania Twain was kind of out of commission for a while? Her, you know, her husband cheated on her yes. with her best friend, and she ended up marrying her best friend's husband. Right. She kind of wasn't doing a lot of singing because she had some voice issues. It went very she- country music song in real life life for it her did. for a while mm-hmm. very much so um i actually read her book it was a really good read um but she lost almost i think it was seven years from her career right after losing the ability to sing and she even became afraid to speak and i remember her talking about this and calling it dysphonia okay if that's a thing i think that's what she said it was and it was what she thought was stress-induced. And now she's talking about this again uh, for the first time in a few years. And she said that she, it turns out, it took seven years to get a proper diagnosis. Right. And what had happened was she had nerve damage to her vocal cords due to Lyme disease. Oh, interesting. So she thought that it was more... She was kind of blaming herself for going, okay, I'm too stressed out, and this is a mental health issue that was and causing this poorness. And then she became afraid. And yes. yes. Okay. Then she gotcha. got, developed anxiety and mm-hmm. didn't want to sing in public and yada, yada. Right. Um, so now she's making the rounds again, and we're hearing a lot from her. And she said that it was a tick bite while she was in the forest riding horses, um, which is very scary to me. Right. That one minute you're normal, the next minute you're terribly ill and you don't even know don't we, in some cases that you were bit. Don't we hear that about Lyme disease often, that it does have such an odd collection of symptoms at the beginning and the onset that it goes undiagnosed for quite some time for a lot of right. people. Right. Exactly. And it's one and of it's those things the where joint the joint pain. Right. And the doctors are just chasing your symptoms. And then it seems like that's the story that I hear often is that it takes two years and it turns out it's Lyme disease. 
Right. And it's so frustrating, probably, for the person who's suffering. Mm -hmm. She said she got to the point where she started to avoid speaking on the phone. Right. She started to avoid going to places with ambient noise where, excuse me, you might have to speak over others because it's, you know, loud. Right. She said it's really devastating, especially to a a person who uses their voice for a living. Right. I can Um, imagine. I know it's just such an interesting story. I want to know more about this, but there's not a whole lot out. I just kind of pulled it from an interview she did. Um, but she will be returning to Planet Hollywood for her Vegas shows okay. on December 2nd. I know she just performed um, on Good Morning America, and now uh, she did a, per- a performance on The Tonight Show. And before we get to that, um, this guy just recently... It came on my radar. Where have I been? Do you know? No, this but Orville he wasn't around Peck? for that long. Orville Peck is. It's not like he was a big, a, a giant deal before like last year. I feel like that's when he really started popping up. So, I don't think you're that late to the get the Orville Peck game. <laughs> okay, so Orville Peck is this artist. He's a country artist. I, I he dresses very country. Um, with one strange um <laughs> addition to his. Um, outfits. <laughs> I liken him to the Sia of country music. Correct. Yes. So this guy, he, I heard him in an interview over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was driving home from the cabin, and I'm like, well, who is this guy? So I started to do a little, a little bit of a deepish dive on him. And because in the interview, he was talking about how he used to be in a punk band and then he was likening country music to punk music in the sense that, you know, there's a rebellion in a lot of cases uh, with country music and the storytelling, if you can understand some of the punk band stuff. Um, (laughs) But anyway, this guy wears a Lone Ranger mask with a cowboy hat. And then at the bottom of the mask, is fringe right so the fringe comes down over like down to past below his, his chin. chin yeah mm-hmm. it's like curtains for his face <laughs> which is very sia like because sia would have the giant wigs or different things on to yes. kind of mask her persona and and so basically it's the same length of fringe that he would have on on the sleeve of his jacket or right. his shirt but then on the cowl of his mask Exactly. So he's been uh, promoting his new album called Show Pony, mm-hmm. and he's got a duet with Shania Twain, and they performed on The Tonight Show. And let's just see what we think about this. Legends never die. Okay, so are you familiar with him? I like this guy. I okay. Uh, here's what here's what I like about him. I like the concept. I don't like him as a country music artist. I don't think his voice fits. Like I could hear I him. Don't I don't think his voice fits, and I don't like that song because I don't think it's Shania's best. They they don't sound well singing together. I don't like her when she does her sing talking either. I rather just have her sing, and I'm glad that her voice is back. Um, and I'm sure that it, it had to be different. You know, after she made her last album, I'm sure that it was a mm-hmm. different learning curve getting back in the game. But I right. do not like his fake twang that I feel like he throws in that, that country affectation that he makes. Yeah. Where if yeah. I was talking to you and I'm like, hey, Donna, we're going to make a country song. And I'm like, woke up this morning. Like, that's so fake. <laughs> it's so Donna's over also, there and I'm on this side of the studio. It's so fake. It just hurts my ears. I don't enjoy yeah. it. 
Mm-hmm. Also, the the deepness of his voice, he reminds me of the guy from the Crash, uh, crash Test Dummies. <laughs> or like a Josh yes. Brolin. Right. It just seems like a, yes, uh, I'm with you on the disconnect. Yeah. It seems a little bit more like, wait, is this your genre? Exactly. If there was other music. Voice. Exactly. I just don't think that he would, he would, the way that he sings this kind of music. And we are, I mean, we're both fans of like bands like Lady A that have amazing Love. vocals and things. And yep. he just... He doesn't have a bad voice, but if he he has a a voice that I could imagine if we were watching a reality show, if we were watching American Idol, and he came out, he would get kicked off because they go, "Well, your voice isn't terrible, but you don't sound right on this song." But I like your look, right? You're interesting. (laughs) I I like the gimmick. I like the I like the shtick. I think it's kind of fun. Correct. Yeah, that's because if you think about it, Dolly Parton's kind of got, and he's a huge Dolly Parton fan. Mm -hmm. Um, who's not? But he, (laughs) um, he's got, you know, like she's kind of a cartoon uh, caricature of herself. Correct. Correct. You know, she leans all into being Dolly Parton. Like she's been exactly right. So if somebody was going to do, let's say if one of our favorite drag performers did a Dolly Parton, that's what Dolly Parton <laughs> looks like now, which I think is fantastic that she's just leans into it. But Oliver yeah. Peck is new. And so we only know him from that. And I don't think that his music as a as a music fan holds its own. If he didn't have the perform, if he didn't have if he wasn't a dude that had a fringe mask on. Right. I don't think I'd like his song. I wouldn't just listen to it. Right. Him. We wouldn't notice him. No. Yeah, exactly. No. I know. And, and I'd be like, is this is... like Shania's little cousin? Is that why she did this album? <laughs> she just Somebody says, well, Shania, he, come on, help him out. And so right? she's going to do it with him. Well, and the other thing about him is, you know, he was in this punk band and then mm-hmm. he's trying to do this country persona. But people who knew him from his punk band were noticing all his tattoos. Yeah. And so going, like, wait, we know that guy. We don't care how you're much fringe you put anybody. on. right? <laughs> exactly. We can see your tats. It sounds uh, like he's a very anybody. talented guy because he did, you know, if, if he is the guy that he's saying and he hasn't come out and said, for sure, I'm this kid, this guy. Um, but he's, if he is that guy, he did, you know, he was on like the, the London version of Broadway. So he did a bunch of stuff in the West End, and I and so he's a very that. yeah. He has a good voice. He just doesn't have a voice for this genre, or at least the songs as he's performing them. I don't think I are very flattering for his voice. Totally agree. Could not agree more. We gotta go. When yeah. we come back, though, um, this is coming from you in the category of things you didn't know you wanted, but now you can't wait to <laughs> right. try. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna talk about some uh, new products that are out there when right. we come right back on my talk one zero seven one. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. Miss Shannon is in. This is interesting. There is a new beer like no other. Yes. And you're excited about it. Right, and I'm not normally a beer fan. You know, I'm not, you know, no, I'm not a beer fan. I'm definitely a, you know, I'm a white wine lady. Um, So when I saw this, I, but I I was, I was reading these uh, articles on popsugar.com and this is the headline that caught me. It said, no, you're not dreaming. Dole whip beer is real and it's made with actual pineapples. And I was amazed how excited my taste buds got when I read that. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, I was like, okay, I would go and get that. And the can looks very appropriate. I like the pictures that they did to, to, to promote this product. I'm a fan of the pineapple, even on pizza, which I know is a controversial stance. Mm-hmm. I know that's a very controversial stance. And so I was really excited to hear about this, especially since it's, a, it's supposedly Dole Whip sour beer and when i do try the new beer varieties i like those sours that they came out with recently i don't like the super hopsy ones but i do like the sours 
So hmm. I was all excited to go and get this. And it turns out they released this. It was a special release um, by First Magnitude Brewing Company. And they had it mostly in Florida. And it's already sold out. I know. You're I was kidding. Like, yeah, I was super salty. <laughs> oh, no. I was actually kind of excited when I saw the headline. I'm like, oh, I'll go find that. Can't, where can I pick it up? At my local you know, liquor store? Nope. I can't get it. So they said allegedly you know they liked it so much that they were going to get some more because it sold out like immediately. You know what? Hmm. I bet these damn kids, hmm. I'm telling you. What? <laughs> What? This is, it, it, I bet it was on TikTok or something, you know, where, or on social media or, you know, um, Barstool Sports or something like that. Because this happened with a, I think it was a sangria mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of it, but it was sold out everywhere. And I finally found it yep. at a liquor store in like, Moose Lake or Sturgeon Lake. Because it like just that, is gone in a flash, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because the distributors couldn't keep up with the demand because there was so much buzz surrounding it because it once it hits the internet. Oh, gosh, you yes. You know, and some of those, you know, Instagram and TikTok, and I don't something, remember what it was yeah, at that time. Something went viral, and then now it's gone. And that's how I feel about this thing. I'm like, darn it. <laughs> I, I like, like the I whip part of the the name. The Dole Whip. Yeah. Dole Whip yeah. Sour is what it is. And I just feel like, especially this time of year, that sounds like just super awesome and refreshing. Like if you're sitting outside and you're having oh, a cocktail yes. with your, a nice socially distanced cocktail with your, your, your people out around, as you brought it up earlier, the bonfire out in your, in your driveway. Yeah. This sounded exactly. like, a, this sounded like a really good, you know, six refreshing. feet apart, refreshing summer drink for me. So hopefully Light. they come back out with it. If not, okay, that, I don't know. <laughs> I would even try that. That that sh- I could see that at the state fair. Oh, agreed. Way. That would have been a fun right? thing there. Right. It's just that time of year where you'd go. I feel like that's the you know when all this is the time of year that I do want to try all of those lime driven, citrus driven, you know, yes. cocktails, and especially that's when I'll give one of these beers a shot. Is this time of year? Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, I know. RIP State Fair. Yeah. For now. Agreed. Anyway, all right. Well, let me know when you find that because yes. I'd like to try it. Too. I'll make sure that I get okay. like two six packs just so we can share. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Make it a case. Correct. Well <laughs> I'm done. Just kidding. No, good a beer, plan. Beer will sit in my fridge forever. Planning ahead, though. We got friends. We can go that's through a right. case. We can go through. And a we case. got driveways. Right. I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good with it. Okay, I have news on uh, milk chocolate. Chemists have created a new milk chocolate, okay? Okay. Um, so dark chocolate, we know, is supposedly better for you than milk chocolate. But we have convinced people... ourselves that dark chocolate is a health food. <laughs> like we... Exactly. Well, like... It's funny you say that because yeah. I got these little power-up little individual um, bags of of um, just a trail mix Correct. from Costco. Mm-hmm. And they've got teeny tiny little pieces of dark chocolate <laughs> in the mix. And I'm like, yes, yeah. you get me. Dark chocolate is uh, one of those things that there are just enough studies that we say that is good for us. And Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It, and, and it is, but we go, but you need like like what you have in your trail mix, like little pieces of it. We convince ourselves it's so healthy. We can devour a whole bar exactly. and it's okay. Like it's a health food, which it's not, right. but still right. I'm like, I need all of those. I need all the I things in there. Exactly. Okay. okay. So I, apparently people like the taste of milk chocolate more. Okay. So this is good news for those people. Researchers at the American Chemical Society Ooh. have figured out a way to make it healthier and they uh, give it even more antioxidants and dark chocolate without affecting its flavor or texture. Interesting. So to listen to what they did, um, to make it healthier, they blended in things like peanut skins okay. and coffee grounds. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but... When the researchers gave different blends of the milk chocolate to taste testers, a lot of them actually liked it better than regular milk chocolate and didn't have a bunch of um, food waste. Oh, that's interesting, because I was going to say that they ended up filling it with things that we normally throw away or compost. Right. All right. That's a that's a double a, a, a twofer for a community then. Exactly. And what they're saying is that um, it's still a ways off. And it's subject to corporate patents and things like that. So don't look for it anytime soon. Gotcha. But just be aware. Have you heard also, I don't remember, Steve had the story about the um, caffeine-infused cereal that they're starting to make. I hadn't heard that. I mean, caffeine is in, they're putting caffeine in the oddest things now. Like, I kind of, when they came up with caffeine-infused water, I was like, okay, let's just. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> right. Right. Are you a caffeine person or no? No. No, you're not. Okay. Not really. No. Are you a green tea person? Yes, very much so. Very much so. Oh, okay, that's good. And I am a fan that's of good. just straight up water. Like I don't like. I have that conversation with my kid Me a too. lot. Like, why do you not like water? I don't get people <laughs> who don't like water either. I've already gone through three of them. Yeah. Uh, I have three sixteen ounce. Well, I've three. Nah, 20 ounce bottles I always, while we've been on the air. I always wondered if it was my friends that came from a region of the country that didn't have quality good water. Good water. You know, like I've always lived places where the water out of the tap didn't have a flavor to it. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's just an elitist thing about me is I'm like, water's fine. Hmm. I just love it. Yeah. I love it. I can't believe people who go to the gym and don't bring water. Exactly. Like a water bottle. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Stay hydrated. Anyway. Stay healthy, people. Totally. Um, hey, when we come back, we're going to tell you what one Stranger Things uh, cast member is doing while production on the show is halted. We're down with this. Tell you about it when we come right back on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve has a couple of days off. Miss Shannon is filling in. Good morning. Hey, hello. Thank you. Uh, Rob is filling in for Dawn McLean. Thank you. Welcome. Um, are you guys both fans of Stranger Things? Yeah, I am. Rob? I, I have not seen it yet. That's okay. okay. That's all right. That's okay. That's I'm sure right. you're out there That's watching right. other things in the Brother Rob world that are quite no. amazing as well. Yeah. We're not judging. Not judging. Yep. 
He said, I don't think he is. You don't think he's watching anything? So tell me what I'm missing. <laughs> well, actually, actually, right now you're not missing anything, Rob, because the, they had just started filming what was going to be season three when they were one of the shows that got put on hold. They had just started filming and they put it on uh, the shelf uh, like so many other our other favorite things. So sorry, that was uh, yeah. season four. Season four. What was I saying? Season right. four. Um, so... We're, you know, curious what the cast was doing. And then this story came out a couple of days ago. So, uh, Gaten Matsurazo, who plays Dustin, if you do watch the show. So, Dustin, who is quite adorable, as they all or are. Or toothless. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, Gaten has been uh, filling his time. He has a part-time job, it turns out, at a Long Beach Island restaurant. So, oh, yeah, so from what oh I understand, God. yeah, so according to the story, uh, he had some family members that were working there as well. And so he decided he was going to go work with them also. So he's been filling his time, working time, like being like a, a bar back, kind of like a, at, a, at a, a food runner at this restaurant. And of course, because Gaten is so Gaten like, um, I guess what happened is that even though he had on a mask um, and he had on a hat, People still recognize him. We're like, aren't you? Aren't those Dustin's eyes? You know, kind of thing. And he's just like, okay. You know? And I'm sure he has a very, if he spoke at all, he has a very distinctive voice as well. He does. Yeah. So he I'm does. sure they're like, wait a minute, those eyes and that voice. You're the Stranger kid, Things kid. And so some people oh had my called, God. you know, some people had, were, were checking, like, was this really him? And so his, uh, his folks have actually said, yes, for sure, it actually is him. Yeah. So I his representatives you know, confirmed that it really is him. So I was supposed to be on Long Beach Island um, earlier in the summer. That mm. would have been so exciting. You know, that got, you know, shelved like everything right. else because mm-hmm. of the coronavirus and Correct. traveling and everything. But, boy, that would have been really fun to, like, spot him right. at a restaurant. And He's I adorable. Think he is. And I bet you he's, like, the best, like, runner ever because he just seems so earnest. So I like the fact that... Well, you need to do something. And especially if you're a young person, we were talking about, well, what are you going to do with your spare time? So the fact that he's like, well, my friend, my my family's working over here. I'll just go do that for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Have you did you have you had a job in the food services industry? I never have. I have. And so has just about everybody, like my two younger sisters as well. And I agree. Ryan Reynolds did an interview and he had said that that's, there's two jobs he thinks that people should have. And one is working at a grocery store, which I also did. Working at a grocery store and working in the food industry, the food service industry, because it really teaches you a lot about how people treat you and appreciation and how you should treat other people. And I agree. I think those two jobs are very telling on how you should be as a human being and seeing how yeah. people shouldn't act as human beings. I actually have a niece who's working in that same area mm-hmm. where he's working. And um, during Christmas, our uh, the women in my family would go and do Black Friday shopping and okay. we'd go out to eat afterwards. And I could just tell, she'd be like, we have to leave more for a tip, you yep. know, when we're at lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, that girl's working her tail off. And I really appreciated the, you know, the recognition and the empathy yes uh, because she knows you have to hustle to right. do that job and you take a lot of crap and a lot of times you get blamed for things that aren't your that fault have nothing so to do with you great. agreed and so i'm glad right. that he's doing that i think that if we're talking about trying to uh, dispel child star syndrome which we know we always have you know talk about that because so many of our favorites from you and i were younger went through this time in their life where they were just kind of a hot mess and then maybe they came yes. back around so i think that this is probably a good use of his time i'm not saying that he yes. needs the money or his family needs the money we don't know their situation but 
but trying to figure out something where you do grow that empathy for other human beings. I think that's fantastic. I do, too. And he also, I think he had something going on on Broadway because he's also a singer. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's all shut down, too. You know, so it's just that shut down even worse than the movies and the TV shows. Like, I feel like they're coming up with guidelines to get some of these shows back up and running. Um, I feel like from what we've read, Broadway and those stage performances are having a harder time getting back up and running. Well, you know, I think also because some of the um, television production, they had so much stuff already in the bag Mm -hmm. to, you know, forge ahead with without anybody noticing any gaps for a lot of these shows. But for Broadway, I mean, that's completely live and I just feel bad. I think they, they have some plans. It's just a matter of like I know right now, I think my understanding is that the governor of New York, Cuomo, mm-hmm. is saying no to movie theater reopenings. And right. I know that's we're two days away. Thursday, we're supposed to, I think there's 100 AMC theaters opening. And on, on that opening day, did you hear about the nickel five cent movies? Yes. Um, which I think is very cool just to get people excited. But I... I wonder what he's saying to theater if he's saying no to the movie theaters. I think theaters. it's interesting to talk about what's going on with movie theaters and whether we're willing to go back into that. And yes. and I don't know if you want to talk about that now or if it takes more time. So, I mean, I because I, you know, I am actually friends with some local theater uh, yeah, managers owners. and owners here in town. Yeah. And that's been one of the hardest industries that was hit. about these things especially if you were a mid-sized theater and so i think that the amcs they've said they've come up with a strategy on how they're going to be reopening and so i think that theaters that are doing new properties do Mm -hmm. have a way that they'll be able to figure out how this works the theaters that i i am really concerned about are ones that do like second run films right those i don't know how they're going to survive because we're not are we going to have second run films because so many things are going straight to to video now and streaming Right. I don't think that that's going to be an option for a lot of films anymore. They're well, going to let's, go, let's here's talk a big about thing this. and here's not. You know. Coming up at 11 o'clock. Right. That's what we've got planned. We'll cool. uh, discuss that. I also want to know if you're going to be going back. Um, we'll tell you what AMC's plan is. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that'll be coming up at 11 o'clock. But let's circle back real quick to um, earlier we were talking about the story of a little boy who had a Lego stick up his nose for two years. <laughs> yes. Um, you had a story. Do you, you have time to tell this story? Yes, Do we have I enough can tell time now? Yes. Okay. So as I mentioned in that story, you a lot of times as a parent, you think that your kid is not a stick things up their orifices kid and then it turns out you're wrong and so (laughs) my son this is how I noticed it because I had never even occurred to me to look up his nose but I remember like on a Friday (laughs) I started noticing that there was an aroma there was an odor coming from my child and I noticed when we were out at an event I was like oh my gosh maybe you know you know and this is only a couple of years ago so it's not like it's super but I'm like why does he smell so bad and okay maybe I didn't bathe him enough or whatever and so I kept looking at him and finally when we got home I got closer and was like sniffing him aggressively which is a thing that parents (laughs) do Donna I know it sounds weird (laughs) but sometimes you're like well what part of you smells and I realized that it was his face and so I was concerned that he had because I'm googling things like going what could make him because he smelled kind of like that soury kind of rotten infected smell and so I'm going oh no 
I'm Googling what sinus infections and those things like, can you have a bad enough sinus infection that you smell bad? And I'm like, oh, my God, his whole I'm going to end up in like a, a medical journal because I'm a terrible parent. And my kid has some weird <laughs> no. sinus infection. You know, and so I'm trying to look up his nose and he wouldn't really let me. And normally he was pretty good about letting me look in there. So. I call my mom and I'm like, okay, I think we're gonna have to take him to the doctor and like strap him down and have us look up in his nose because he wouldn't hold still. And I probably have to back up if anybody doesn't know, you know, my kid's autistic. So he's not super good about, hey, let's see logic. And I can't just tell him this is the logical thing to let mom do (laughs) because there's a reason. He's like, no, get off me, lady. Um, So my mom comes over and she goes, well, let's look up there one more time. So we basically ended up having to like lay him down in the living room with all the windows open and all the lights on. So we had good lighting. And then we kind of I held him and then my mom looked up his nose and she said, well, I see something purple. And I'm like, oh, no, is there a Skittle? And she's like, no, that would have degraded. And we're like, OK, well, what could it be? So we were going to take him to the doctor, but I didn't want to take him to the doctor because we already have issues and anxiety about going. So my mom, <laughs> so grandma and mom. Oh, kind of no. leaned on him just right. And I got a, like a little plastic like thing that you push your cuticles down with. Oh, sure, sure. And That's safe. we held him. I, I was trying to figure out what's the safest thing I have because I didn't want to use tweezers or anything. I'm like, I am not a nurse, but I needed to do this. So I, I, we lean on him just right. And I reach up there and I manage to scoop it out. And it is purple, but we couldn't figure out what it was. And so my mom goes, well, cut it in half, which, again, sounds disgusting, Don. I know it sounds disgusting. (laughs) But now I wanted to know what was up there. And it turned out it was a small art pom-pom, those little fuzzy (gasps) things. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I wrote to his teacher at the time. I'm like, hey, were you guys messing with these art pom-poms? And she's like, yeah. So that was on, like, Monday. So that means he was at school. They did, they noticed that maybe one might be missing and they checked him out and they didn't think that anything was stuck any place it shouldn't have been stuck. So he came home. So that means it took from Monday to Friday. And that's why it started to smell bad. Oh, <laughs> it's my gosh. His nose for a week. And so I'm like, well done. Oh and she's my. like, I'm, like his teacher's apologizing. <laughs> and so sorry. And I'm like, nope, we figured it out. Glad that we have it. And because I well, guess you saved yourself a trip to the ER. The ER, exactly. And I got it out and he's been breathing fine ever since. But sometimes you, you just have to, t- you know, teacher, you know, you have to be brave enough as a parent to check their nose. You just have to check their nose, and check everything. their ears, look in all of the orifices because you never know what's hiding in there. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did you did he then like do a like a saline thing he was fine once he got it out he looked so much happier like once i got it out he was like a springy bunny he's like well you're right that was very inconvenient (laughs) well done mom i didn't know that that was what was bothering but it absolutely was you are doing the lord's work mom so i got a little sticker for the afternoon thank you Hey, <laughs> mom's mom of the year. triage triage that's wow. what you gotta do at home sometimes <laughs> seriously god bless so you so if your kid smells bad just check a hole <laughs> just see what they might have put up there <laughs> oh god no truer words have ever right. been spoken mm-hmm. um all right here's the deal if you want to do something fun with your family that doesn't involve tweezers right. or cuticle sticks exactly. or orifices right um give us a call now 651-641-1071 we have got something really cool for you. You can win a ticket for up to seven people in your car. So a carload of people to go through Seavers, um, which normally does, you know, the corn maze. They're doing something called the stories, riddles and rhymes. So you could pack up your car for this 
cute little adventure on a trail that winds through tree farms and cornfields and prairie and they're going to have funny rhymes and riddles and big illustrations that give readers so a whole awesome. new take on uh, story time yeah and something mm-hmm. to do and you keep in safe with the family in the car so caller seven right now 651-641-1071 when we come back though miss shannon has got a great idea for those of you doing zoom school right. uh, school rather right mm-hmm. exactly we're going to give you some tips on that all right. I cannot wait to hear about that because I've got a lot of neighbor friends who are uh, dealing with such things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that coming up next on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve has a couple days off. Miss Shannon is in. Uh, Dawn has a few days off. Brother Rob is in producing. Appreciate that. Winter is coming. School is coming before that. We got tips. <laughs> Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right, Miss Shannon. School. Right. What's happening for, for you guys with school? Okay, Donna, I get to be a good guinea pig for all of the parents out there because of the school that Cyclone Kid goes to. He starts school a lot earlier than everybody else. And so we started school yesterday. Um, no. Yeah. And so we do that every year. And so we actually, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a charter school, but we go Monday through Thursday so we can go to school almost year round. So we only have like, you know, five, six weeks off in the summer. Got it. So that okay. all works out really well. So that part I like. So I get to like figure out what does our distance learning plan look before some other people do and I know that that was really hard on a lot of families because mm-hmm. you know you're used to okay this is where you know we hang out and we recreate and we live and now we're trying to do not only zoom school and do all the distance learning but a lot of us are working from home and and we have multiple kids and multiple adults that are trying to figure out how do we navigate this space and so um what a lot of families have been trying to do is create dedicated school spaces, at least for part of the day, so that yes. your kids can focus and you can add some structure back in. And and buying a whole classroom set up for your house is cumbersome and bothersome and really expensive, you know, and so it's just been hard. So I love this hack that I found. And so this is what one family did. Um, what They have three kids. And so what they did is they took their normal uh, uh, dining room table. They have to happen to one of the long ones. And then they went out and they actually bought poster board and so they just got the big poster board and they would make basically remember when we were in school and we'd have like a science fair or some sort of project and you would get that three-sided um poster board yes so you can actually get that or if you really just got three pieces of poster board and taped it with some like some of that packing tape and they're making basically mini cube walls for different family members so you can oh, set it cute. up. You can have like a little space on it that has a um, you, they have a, a little space where you can go, OK, well, here's what we end up having a um, uh, my schedules on one part of the wall. Here's another place where we can have all of our pencils and everything is set there. And it's also just high enough that if you're putting their laptop or their tablet in it, they can really focus on it and not be distracted by, OK, well, what's the dog doing over there? Let me look out the window. Right, At least there's right. a little place you can focus. A little cube. Yes, exactly. And so I thought that that was a really cost-effective way to try and create that, here's my workspace, here's what I'm doing, and give them a focal point so they can go, okay, well, this is why you're going to sit down and you're going to work on this for a while. 
I love that. Yeah, it's that's really awesome. cute. Yeah, I think that that's a, a good way. And you can get that poster board anywhere, Donna. So you can get it, you know, Target right. even has it. Or if you go to a Michael's, you know, the, all those places, there's lots of those things yeah. that you can do and you can decorate it, you know, or you can have your kid like decorate it and personalize it. So it's their little workspace. And I thought that that was a wonderful idea. You know, get it's their calendar such a great upside idea. up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I will link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com yes. so you can see exactly what Miss Shannon is talking about. Um, okay. So we covered school and now um, winter. So yes. Steve always makes fun of me because, okay, so I think it's very resourceful of me. But be so I have um, a guy who plows my driveway. Right? Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's a big driveway and it would just, it would be a lot for one person to handle. Okay. And so I could either pay monthly mm-hmm. or I could pay per snowfall. Okay. Right? Yes. So what I always do is I look at the old farmer's almanac <laughs> to see what they're forecasting for the winter. So if it seems like it's going to be a very snow-filled winter, then you'll do it monthly because you're going to use it a lot? Is that what you mean? Yes, and it would probably be cheaper. But if it's only, you know, if it's going to be, yeah, it's going to snow a little bit in December, a little (laughs) bit in February, it looks like a dry January, I'm like, no, I'll just just take my chances. Mm -hmm. So um, this story caught my eye, and uh, it's... Is saying that the old farmer's almanac has, first of all, they say that their forecasts are 80% accurate. That's pretty so, good, I think, honestly. I I'll think that's really that. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm doing this as a public service to our <laughs> listeners to <laughs> yes. give you a heads up. Um, here's the deal. Um, it looks like it's going to be an above normal snowfall. Oh, no. I know. So Minnesota, Wisconsin, northern Michigan, we're going to be above normal, okay? And it looks like, let me give you the prediction, because I know you guys are on the edge of your seat. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the beginning, okay, uh, (laughs) the beginning, I think it starts in November. Okay, okay. And then it goes like early February, late February, lots of snow. Okay. Um, So December, January, February, and March, they are going to have equal chances for above or below normal temperatures. Ah, okay. And a 40% chance for above normal precipitation in Minnesota. (laughs) Yuck. Because I see this article where it says not even snow, just chilly rain. That's worse. I'd rather just oh have snow. Oh, my gosh, especially for driving. Exactly. I don't like wet and then ice. You're depressing no, us all, Donna. Bad. Why are you talking I'm about sorry. this? is August 18th. Care... What are we doing? I care about you guys. <laughs> okay, on miserable. the flip side of that. I'm going to have to freak <laughs> out from August all the way to, like, October now, waiting to see if we're going to have another Halloween snowstorm because you told me to read the almanac. And now I'm going to... Well, I can't I'm just sleep. wondering if we're going to have a Halloween, period. <laughs> I mean, what's going to happen with that? Anyway, mm-hmm. um, on the flip side of this snowy story, yeah. Death Valley, did you hear this Death Valley story? Yes, because I'm, yeah, I'm from Arizona, and we're usually like right up there with the hottest places, uh, you know, in, right. in, uh, in, not in the world all the time, but definitely one of the hottest places in the U.S. 130 degrees, if that is verified, yep. that will be the highest temperature ever reliably recorded on planet earth wow 
And it's funny because I read that story yesterday and I called my friend who still lives in Phoenix. I'm like, how's it feel to be second? Like, how's like, because <laughs> like, it is, it's, it's miserable. So I'm glad you brought that story up because people always go, well, how come you like to, you know, why are you okay in Minnesota? If you grow up someplace where it's like 115 on the regular, you're mm-hmm. going, I'll deal with some snow. I'm totally exactly. fine. I am rather, I'm ready for, I'm ready for a change and a different kind of uh, weather trying to murder me versus the heat. <laughs> so I'm like, the cold can try and murder me versus the heat for just a path, just a while, just a while. I'll take a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I hate being hot. Yep, I'd rather I do be too. cold. Agreed. I just hate it. Agreed. I have a, a friend who just um, came through Minnesota from New Jersey. She just packed up, she and her husband and their kids packed up and moved to Arizona. Mm. And just to get away from the snow in New Jersey and the cold. So I'll stay here. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. I I don't like hot. Mm -mm. All right. Um, So there you go, you guys. When we come back, we will get back to movie talk and movie theaters and what the plan is for AMC. Are you planning to go to the theater? We'll discuss that and uh, what New York's governor says about movie theaters reopening on that part of the country. Coming up next on My Talk 1071. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.